Hey guys, welcome back to series two, episode one with me, Chloe Mediumship. Oh my gosh, guys, it feels like forever since I've managed to actually sit down and record another episode of my podcast. Life has just been crazy. And when I say it's been crazy, it's been absolutely crazy. Um, I am a mum of three. I feel like I'm on 100 miles an hour every minute of every day. But I absolutely love it. And it's kind of crazy for me to say that because there was a time in my life that I really, really struggled, as I mentioned to you all previously. I was on the maximum antidepressants that anyone could take which was equivalent to five paracetamols daily, which, come on, that is a hell of a lot. And just by helping all of you um, throughout your readings and opening your heart and your mind to the spiritual world, noticing the signs that are around you, helps me as well. And I know that that sounds a little bit strange, but it really, really does. I'm no longer on antidepressants and I enjoy every minute of every day, even when I'm rushing around. I love it. So throughout this series too, I want to talk more about, um, yes, how you can open your heart and your mind to the spiritual world, but also how you can overcome certain obstacles in your life. I'm going to have some amazing guests on as well, talking about their experiences with ghosts, angels and spirit, but also what it's actually like being a medium, because it's intriguing, isn't it? What do I do on a regular basis? what do I see, how do I communicate, although it all seems pretty normal to me, people on the outside looking in probably think it's really strange, (laughs) don't get me wrong, it does sound a little bizarre, but it's just me, it's just who I am. (laughs) Let's face it, how on earth can somebody talk to the dead? It sounds weird, even though I do it every single minute of every single day, there is something around me that surrounds me connecting to the dead, but it does sound a little bizarre. For example, if you was thinking of a medium, you automatically kind of sidetrack yourself with this overthinking where if how can they see something that I can't? Is it true? Is it real? Why are they saying all of these things when not everybody can see it? But this is where you're wrong. Everybody has the ability to communicate with spirit. You just need to notice those little things that surround you. And the one way that spirit communicate with you firstly is through your mind. Minds are powerful. Anything can happen through your mind. You can close your eyes and visualize anywhere you want to be. And that is amazing. Try it now. Close your eyes. Where is the first thing that you visualise? Are you by the beach? Are you lying on your bed? Are you walking through a shop? Are you in the drive-thru at McDonald's? Like, you can visualise wherever you want to be. That is how powerful our minds are. So spirit, our past loved ones, can communicate through our minds. This is where you have to kind of separate your thoughts and what a message from spirit is. The more that you overthink, the more you're going to block out these messages and signs. So yes, I'm talking to you. Stop overthinking. It's almost like a form of meditation. So when I mentioned this visualization where you can be wherever you want to be, well then do that. But what is around you? What do you feel? What do you see? What do you taste? All of these messages kind of build up and then you open it up and it's a huge picture in your mind. And it is incredible when you think of it like that. But then you might see somebody that you've passed in this visualisation. So is it your mom? Is it your dad? Is it your nan? Is it your brother, your sister, aunties, uncles? Is it who's with you? It is fantastic. But most importantly, what do they say? What do they give you? 
So spirit connect, yes, firstly within our minds, but also our dreams as well. So this visualization happens within our dreams also. So even though you could close your eyes now and picture where you want to be, you're most likely going to dream things that you're not thinking of. Again, I know that that sounds a little bizarre, but your dreams are meant for a reason. You'll remember what is needed to be remembered. And that sounds magical, doesn't it? Because how fantastic is that? And, oh gosh, I could talk about it all day, but then I'm not going to be able to fit in anything else during this episode. So let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's talk more about how did I know I was a medium? And truthfully, I don't think I ever got to the point where I classed myself as a medium. It's just something normal that comes to me. It's something that I've never really known any difference. So I don't really picture myself to be special because some people say, look at your gift, it is so, so special. And yes, it's magical and it's lovely, but I wouldn't really say it's a special gift because it's something that belongs with me, if that makes sense. But that doesn't mean that you can't communicate with spirit because everybody has the ability to do so. It is just, again, noticing the messages and signs that surround you. So I always sense things to happen before they were about to, and that is a psychic ability. I remember mentioning this on previous podcast episodes, but everybody is psychic to an extent. Everybody has a gut feeling. Everybody kind of has that that nature in them. Um, but being a medium is on a different level. So even though I was always able to sense someone's emotions and their feelings, sensing things to happen before they were about to, um, was yes, a bit strange, but also part of who I was. I didn't really notice that I was a medium until I started explaining to others what I saw and nobody else saw them. And they were kind of freaked out by that because I always questioned myself, well, why can't you see it? Why can't I see it and you can't see it? Am I weird? Am I strange? Because it does, it sounds bizarre, it really, really does. But now I'm only comfortable in my life where it is a magical kind of feeling. Because every time I communicate with spirit, I'm not scared, I'm not anxious. I get this overwhelming feeling of love and peace. So how do I actually communicate with your loved ones? It's really hard to explain if I'm truthful because it just happens kind of naturally. But for somebody looking on the outside in, it is very, very difficult to get your head around. Especially if you don't see the things that I see, you automatically go into this confusion almost on, is it real? Is she making it up? Is it is it true? Is the afterlife an existence to many. It's kind of so many unanswered questions that you do think and you do feel, and that is perfectly normal. So I kind of want to go through the little things of what I see and how I see them, in what kind of form, um, and also how you can kind of open your mind a little bit more to the spiritual world. So let me start by explaining, there was a time in my life that I saw absolutely everything. Um, Actually, let's go back a little bit. (laughs) So childhood. When I was growing up, I had this extreme nightmares um, and I was communicating with spirit on a regular basis. But I didn't know that it was spirit. I just thought it was some something that everybody else saw, as I mentioned previously. But there was actually a time in my life that I didn't see anything, didn't communicate, didn't want to communicate, didn't know any different. And that was when I was going through this depression and anxiety. It's almost like I just did not 
want to communicate with anything. I didn't, my relationship was failing. I was going through so, so much. I had three small children. I felt so alone. My parents moved to France. I literally had nobody and felt like I was suffocating almost, but very, very slowly. And it was just not a nice experience. So through them years, I didn't communicate. And then it was only when my nan passed that I had this other spiritual awakening where I saw things on a deeper level and embraced everything that surrounded me. So a spiritual awakening is where you literally go through some trauma or experience something to gain more from the spiritual world. So whether you lose somebody you love, whether you go through depression or anxiety, whether you go through an accident and you just see something that makes you realise that life is important and there is life after death. So after I had this spiritual awakening, I started seeing things on a more deeper level every single minute of every single day. And it drained me. Although I felt a lot calmer and a lot better within myself. So this is when the antidepressants stopped and I did feel a better person. It was very, very draining because all of this was happening at like fast pace. So I would go to the supermarket and I would see a hell of a lot. I couldn't look at anybody in a way. If somebody came up to me and tried to say, hi, Chloe, are you okay? I would literally just probably not even respond to them because I felt like I was almost in a dream when I went shopping. And I know it sounds really weird, but it's just how it happens. So your loved ones would almost follow you or try and communicate with me. So then I used to always question myself, do I look different to spirit and how they see somebody that doesn't communicate with spirit. So for example, how do they know that I'm the person that can talk and communicate with them? That's a little bit I found difficult because it's very, very strange, isn't it? Um, and I would make this contact with spirit and they would be like, right, she is in me, Chloe, can communicate. And they all seem to just come over to me all in one go and it was like this crowd of spirit following me around a supermarket so times like that was very 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 difficult and draining on me emotionally and physically so how did I control that well <laughs> I learned that if I did a speech it would allow myself to know I was ready but also spirit to know that I was ready so I kind of started doing readings more and more and I thought right in my head I started doing this speech and I would just say um welcome <laughs> today I want to use my body as a channel to connect with the ones that we love I wish for no bad spirits to enter and I thank you for your time and that allowed me to know I was ready and spirit to know I was ready and then that's how we would communicate I could see spirit in full so how they would have appeared here on the physical world and um, but they almost have like an outline around them and um, which would I would know which is different to somebody that is physically living and somebody that has passed so I can tell the difference but I can still see their features um however sometimes I can't sometimes I just see them as almost like a see-through figure or they use my body as a channel so what I mean by that is they actually use my body so they enter my physical body this is going to sound weird <laughs> enter my physical body and they can show me the way that they passed or show me emotion or give me feelings so they could label my breathing which is a sign of passing from the heart or the lungs they could show me blood loss they could show me um confusion which which is my symbol for having confusion before you're passing. Um, there are so many different ways. And yeah, that is another way that spirit spirit can 
basically communicate. Um, and it is a fantastic feeling. I don't feel hurt or abused almost during that session. Um, it doesn't work like that. It's actually a feeling of love. And sometimes I do kind of like gasp for air and I think oh gosh that was a weird feeling but after I think how magical is that like it is so so magical that spirit can use my body and I'm so grateful because even though it all sounds a little you know weird <laughs> it's really really fantastic so what's the other way that spirit can communicate is even if I have a normal conversation with someone, whether that is on the phone or on social media or texting, absolutely anything, or whether just walking past somebody in the street, spirit can try and get my attention in various ways. But I say, please don't communicate. And they'll literally step back, which is also fantastic and kind of helps me but if I'm having a conversation with you and I have a message sometimes I just randomly blurt it out so the amount of times I've been on the phone or talking to friends or randomly text somebody and be like oh this has happened or are you okay and um, you need to drink more water it's usually spirit trying to challenge challenge god I can't get words out trying to channel me to give you a message or a sign but how fantastic is that like honestly everybody has this ability and some some people will say no that is not true I don't have the ability to communicate but you do you just need to listen to your gut feeling and trust the wisdom that you receive and have faith in it because the spiritual world is fantastic and obviously I'm going to go back to the time in my life where I had depression and anxiety because I feel that that is very very important and honestly we're all going to go through um, obstacles in life where we're going to be lose somebody we love or we're going to go through anxiety or depression ourselves but how do we overcome that and that's a very difficult question to ask because we are all different we are all human beings and we have different emotions and different feelings but the one thing I want to say to you is you're not alone but talking and communicating is the number one thing you need to do and even if you feel like you can't confide in somebody or want to talk or open your mind and express your feelings try journaling so write down how you're feeling and open that book and write away and then when you're finished close it and literally don't look back at it for a while and you'll realize that you've expressed those feelings and been able to write down how you're feeling but having anxiety and having depression is something that we all do face so please don't worry and I'm always here if you ever want to pop me a message and be like Chloe how do I overcome this I promise I'll give you the best advice I possibly can only because I've experienced it all myself and I'm very, very open and talking about that, that it was a very dark time for me going through all this depression. And it makes me kind of choked now talking about it because I remember just sitting on the floor and sobbing my heart out and it was very, very difficult and I didn't have anybody. So never, ever feel alone. But nature is also another way you can kind of relax your mind. Nature is a healer for many physically and emotionally. So just walking around um, and noticing the birds and the butterflies and the robins and oh, all the magical things that nature can give us. Trees and growing fruit and veg and just embracing everything that surrounds us is also a lovely, lovely way to clear your mind um, and not feel alone as well. Nature is fantastic for that. You just have to have that little bit of a push in yourself and be like, you know what? I am going to go for a walk. And you just put your shoes on and you put your coat on and you go out without thinking or worrying about the little things around you so the children or cleaning or driving or doing anything that doesn't really 
physically matter because there's still time in the day to do the cleaning and do the washing. So go for a walk to clear your mind and your body because it is very, very important to do that, to make time for yourself because you do too much for everybody else. Thank you all so, so much for listening to Series 2, Episode 1 with me, Chloe Mediumship. I'm hoping you will join me for the Episode 2 talking all about auras, chakras and how you can read for yourself. Don't forget to like, share and follow for more.